0: Welcome to The Author Show, where we feature new authors and books, from fiction to self-help and everything in between. You'll find it all at theauthorshow.com. That's theauthorshow.com. And now, let the show begin. Hello and welcome back to the show. This is your host, Don McCauley. Today, we're welcoming program author Lynnville M. Meadows, MD, and he is the author of A Spiritual Pathway to Recovery from Addiction, a physician's journal of discovery. Before I bring in today's guests, a quick reminder that selected interviews are available on our iPhone app, which can be downloaded in the app store, as well as on TV on the Roku channel and Amazon Fire TV. Our app name on all platforms is simply The Author Show. Lynn, how are you? I'm doing well today, Don. How about yourself? Good. Well, tell us a little bit about yourself, please. Well,
1: Don, I'm a retired physician. I was an oncologist, a cancer doctor. But today I'm proud to tell you that I'm also a recovering alcoholic and addict. I know a lot about, a lot about addiction, which is why I wrote the book, because I've been there.
0: It never occurred to me that doctors got addicted. Is this common?
1: Well, doctors get addicted like everyone else. But their long-term sobriety is a whole lot better than in the general population. Over 70% of these doctors who undergo an intensive program of rehabilitation will be clean and sober, practicing medicine a full five years later. This compares to only about 10% in any standard 28-day program at a year, and Alcoholics Anonymous at 20% for a year.
0: So why do you think doctors do so much better?
1: Well, at the start, it's the fear of of losing your medical license. There's a group called Physicians Recovery Network, which intervenes and and protects you from the medical board and gives you a chance to undergo the program. It's also due to the intensity of the program. You you basically live your recovery from nine o'clock in the morning until late into the night every day. But it's important to know that addiction is everywhere the same. It doesn't matter where you came from, how much money your father has, or what kind of car you drive. The techniques and lessons that that you'll read here will help anyone, anyone who really wants to quit. So you've written a book, which I believe just came out this week? Yes. (laughs) The book is about overcoming addiction, whether it's your husband or your wife or close friend or even your grandmother. There's nothing more heartbreaking than watching your loved one fall into the hole of addiction watching their lives go down the drain, unless it's watching them die. It's a rare family today that hasn't been touched by the disease. Yet most of us have no idea what addiction is, how we got it, or how we can get rid of it. I wrote the book so you could find the answers to some of these questions. It's a step-by-step guide to understanding the disease. The reader will learn what the disease is, what happened to them, and will they ever be able to drink again? It also provides a clear uh, plan for overcoming the disease, how to find forgiveness for yourself and for others, how you can overcome the mistakes of your past, no matter how horrible they may seem to you, and how to
0: meet the future without fear, how to change your thinking so you won't end up back here again. And it's subtitled, A Physician's Journey of Discovery. That means you, I guess? Yeah, that's me. I was addicted to drugs and alcohol. In my
1: case, it was wine and cocaine. I was literally a drunk and a junkie. In the book, you can follow my progress from the first day in detox. And I don't mind telling you I was scared to death to my last day in rehab months later. I went through this overwhelming anger at myself and the world that had wronged me so badly. They forced me to look at my own character defects. I was a little ashamed to admit that selfishness was at the very top of the list. I was forced to calm down, to slow my thinking and my ego, for my ego was running out of control, and it was killing me. I had to learn a whole new way of thinking about life, about myself and my fellows. And I learned that living by a set of simple spiritual principles would overcome my addiction and all the other problems I had. So what are the spiritual principles you talk about? Don, I needed to find some form of spirituality, that would get me through the rough spots of my day, like the 500 pound gorilla sitting on my desk when I got to work. Spiritual principles that teach me how to live a life that's filled with meaning and purpose and how to find happiness. These spiritual principles are not some kind of pie in the sky platitudes. They're not beyond the reach of any person. They include honesty, helpfulness, compassion, and courage to name a few. These ideas are part of who you are, of who I am. But in the days of my using, I blotted them all out. The funny thing is I was going through all this. It seemed that every day I could hear my mother's words telling me how to live, echoing in my ear.
0: So how did an academic physician end up shooting dope? <laughs> well, that's a strange story, and it's all in the book. But um, in brief,
1: when I was a young person, I really liked the buzz that marijuana gave me. But in school, I was, I was really focused on my studies, and I really didn't have time or the inclination to get high. Later, when I joined the faculty at the medical center, I attended recruiting dinners where they serve really good wine. And I discovered that wine gave me the same buzz that Pot had done years before. This was when I began my slide down that slippery slope into addiction.
0: So by addiction, you mean not just the drugs, but alcohol as well? Yes, alcohol is just another drug. It all happened to
1: me so slowly, I never saw it coming. By the end, when I went out for the evening, I always carried at least two bottles of wine with me. And I wouldn't stop for lunch at a restaurant that didn't have a wine list. Cocaine was just a party favor at first until it wasn't anymore. I'm embarrassed to say that I ended up injecting it myself. I shot up cocaine. At the time, somehow it just seemed like the natural thing to do. Yeah, my thinking was a little messed up there. Besides, I thought to myself, I'm a doctor, i could sure I can control this, and there was no way I was ever going to get addicted, not me. This was when my life really began sliding downhill faster and faster. My mind, and my body, and my spirit were all sick and just getting worse. I had really given up on most of my moral values, for they really stood in the way of me getting high, and I didn't like that. The worse things got, the more I used and drank, and the more I used and drank, the worse things got. At the end, I was essentially non-functional. My brain was pickled and my spirit had been destroyed. I was hiding from everyone and frightened to death. I had no idea what was happening to me or what I could do about it. Some days I wanted passionately to quit, and some days I just didn't care. So what finally brought you to recovery? My nurses. One day they realized why I had become so erratic and, well, crazy, and they sent me home. I knew the next morning that the medical police would show up and take me away in handcuffs. My medical license and my career in medicine were surely at an end. Instead, a man named Paul showed up. He was from the PRN, a group that that tried to rescue impaired physicians and return them to a useful life. He asked me a simple question. Do you have a problem? In a moment of clarity, I simply said yes. Then he asked me if I wanted to take treatment for it. I had no idea what he was talking about, but I didn't care. I just wanted to get out of the hellhole that was my life, and I said, yes. I asked him if I could go home and pack a
0: suitcase, and he said, no, just get in the car. The next thing I knew, we were on our way to detox. So you went to detox and then to a rehabilitation program? Yeah, they sent me to a place in Atlanta that specialized in treating the impaired physician. The first
1: thing I had to learn, and this is really funny, was that I wasn't the doctor anymore. Now I was the patient. The program was really intense. We swam in a sea of recovery all day and well into the night. We learned that we weren't bad people, we just had a bad disease. If I was a bad person, then nothing would help me. But if I was a good person with a bad disease, the disease could be treated and I wouldn't have to live like a wino panhandling on the street. I was so sick, they kept me in rehab for over seven months. By the time I left, I'd acquired a whole new set of coping skills. How to control my thinking, how to establish new priorities, how to love myself and everyone else, how to find forgiveness, and maybe, most importantly, the importance of honesty. So in your opinion, is addiction a choice or a disease? Well, that's a really interesting question. In 1948, the year I was born, the AMA declared alcoholism a disease. Yet today, it's really popular to say that addiction isn't a disease, just a choice that I make and that I should be able to quit any time I want. Now, I don't want to sound flippant, but I have to say that those people have never experienced the insane craving that addiction brings, and they've never experienced the uncontrollable urge for more and more drugs until either I run out or I pass out. You can make a good comparison with diabetes. A person can inherit the tendency toward diabetes but never express the disease. Others can eat all the sugar they want without seemingly having a problem. But at some point, if a person's truly diabetic, they'll cross over an invisible line into the disease of diabetes. In some poorly defined way, their bodies have changed. They can never go back to being a non-diabetic. From that point on, no matter how well or how long they control their disease, if they eat sugar, their blood glucose is going to skyrocket. Well, addiction's like that. You and me, we cross over an invisible line that separates using from addiction. Just like diabetes, our bodies have changed. Once over that line, the choice of using or not using is lost forever. The old timers say that a raisin can never go back to being a grape. Once over the line, there's no going back. We'll never again be able to drink like normal people. And like diabetes, the disease is chronic, relapsing, and fatal if untreated. Using is a choice, but addiction is a disease.
0: So compare your book with others on the market today.
1: Well, you asked me if there was a tagline for the book, and it would have to be Dr. Kildare meets Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Don, the book is pretty unique, and I don't think you're going to find one like it. It explains the, the disease of addiction from a very non judgmental point of view. It explains the insanity, the character defects, and how it got here in the first place. And it takes you down a pathway that leads to control of your addiction. And it's explained in in practical terms that anyone can use. It also includes an amazing collection of the stories the Doc shared uh, during their days of using. Like the family practitioner who carried vodka miniatures in his socks just to get him through the day. And there was my friend, the surgeon, who awoke from a blackout to find himself standing in the OR over the open abdomen of a patient he didn't even know. And wouldn't you like to know what the richest orthopedic surgeon in Sarasota did to party down? There are a lot of other physician-authored books which range from heavy medical books to personal experiences with the disease and how they recovered, but none that work as a blueprint that anyone can follow. So what's the book about? Let me tell you a story. Let me tell you what the um, central message is of the book. I was at an AA meeting, Alcoholics Anonymous, with my good friend Robert. We were talking about why we actually went to Meetings. His answer, which was a classic, he was there to carry the message to the alcoholic who still suffers. Then I ask him, what is the message? It's not simply that I can't drink anymore. Not drinking by itself be, brings no peace and solves none of my problems. An abstinent drunk is still a drunk. The message then has to address the thinking and behavior that got me in trouble in the first place. These problems won't just go away because I put the blood in the jug. This is a very large change for any person to go through. They call it a sea change. But nothing less is going to do. You can't go halfway. I needed a whole new set of concepts if I was going to survive. And they had to be spiritual principles, principles that turned my life completely around. Simple principles like honesty, kindness, compassion, treating others the way you want to be treated. And if you're anything like me, you may have trouble with this one, thinking more of others than myself. Used as guideposts, they told me, living by these these concepts could solve every problem I or you would ever encounter. The message then is that living by spiritual principles will solve all my problems, including my addiction. So in your opinion, who should read it? Well, it's intended for the person who's concerned that they're using has gotten out of control and they don't know if they're addicted or an alcoholic. It's for the person who knows they're in trouble with drugs or alcohol and knows they want to change but doesn't know how. It's for their families and friends who want to know what they've gotten into and what to expect. And it's intended for the professionals, the psychologists, psychiatrists, and counselors who treat these guys. Do you have a website? I have two websites. The first is devoted to the book. It's called simply spiritualpathwaytorecovery.com. My blog is there as well, Lynn's Recovery Blog. The other website is devoted to the disease of addiction and its treatment. Specifically,
0: it's called TheAnswerIsRecovery.com. So, what part of your book would you say you personally like best? Well, I like remembering
1: the people that I encountered there—real people: Robert, Timmy, John, and Mike are all very real and I can hear their voices and I can see their mannerisms in the words that I put down on the page. Some of them have died and most are lost to me, but Mike continues to be a force in my life today. The time we spent in rehab included exploring these fearful hidden memories, our worst mistakes and our greatest fear. But it was also a time of much shared joy. We were all in the same boat and we were truly concerned with the needs of our fellows. The camaraderie was incredible. Anything else you'd like to say? Well, yeah, between you and me and the gatepost. I've been rich and I've been famous, distinguished and erudite. I've spoken at international meetings because they told me I was an expert. But none of it kept me from developing an addiction and almost killed me. The goal of this book and all of this marketing work is simple to repay whatever small measure I can those men and women who reached out to me and saved my life over 20 years ago. So I don't need to get rich or famous. I've been there.
0: Well, this has been just great. Our guest today has been Linville M. Meadows, MD, and he is the author of A Spiritual Pathway to Recovery from Addiction, A Physician's Journey of Discovery. Linville, thanks very much for being with us today. It's my pleasure, Don. You have a really nice day, and thank you
1: for having me on your show.
0: This is Don McCauley wrapping up another edition of The Author Show. Go out there, buy the book today, and please share this interview with your friends so that they, too, have the opportunity to discover our guests and their work. The Author Show can be accessed at any time at theauthorshow.com. Selected interviews can also be found on major platforms like Amazon Fire TV, the Roku Channel, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google Play, and many more. And whether you're an author who would like to be featured or a reader in search of new books to read, The Author Show is a great place to start. Check us daily as we continue to introduce wonderful authors of very interesting books on The Author Show. Thanks for listening to The Author Show. Find out more about authors and their work at theauthorsshow.com. Theauthorsshow.com. Tune in next time to another great author on The Author Show.